Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your host of the Weekly Spirit Seeker uh, radio show, which is called Wake Up With Spirit, Very Appropriate. So we are here each and every Friday morning at 9 a.m. to inspire your mind, body, and spirit. And um, I have had my own weekly radio show since, my goodness, 2006. So I have done a lot of chatting, and I've done a lot of interviewing amazing people. Um, If you are ever in need of spiritual nourishment or just desiring um, more information, there are over 400 archive shows uh, on my platform. You can simply go to blogtalkradio.com and then the forward slash Cindy Meyer, and that is spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. I wear several hats, so I'm just going to mention a few, um, and then we'll... uh, Go into our show. So one of the hats that I wear is the publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine, and that has been a hat that I've worn for over 24 years. We started off as a quarterly newsletter, then we went to a um, six-time-a-year publication. We started that in 1997, and then in 2002, we went to a monthly um, publication. We started in the St. Louis, Missouri area. We expanded west to Kansas City. We expanded north to Chicago. And then we um, expanded to both coasts of Florida. Um, you can always find us online. We've been digital since 1998. Um, and our new website, I cannot wait to see it, goes live within the next three to four days. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't give you the exact date. They told me in the next three to four days. So just know that you can still read the, um, the July issue is supposed to be posted, and um, and then you'll be able to with the new format, forward articles very easily to friends, family, etc. So I'm excited about that. So in addition to the radio show and the, uh, the magazine, we also have an email newsletter. And the email newsletter lets you know who the guests on the radio show are, lets you know when the, uh, the um, magazine is uploaded. Uh, it lets you know mind, body, spirit events all throughout the United States and to Canada, and sometimes we also work with international events. There aren't very many events right now, as we know, with, you know, the situation with the pandemic, but there are a lot of virtual virtual events. And the reason I'm mentioning this is that we are working on our annual Purple Pages Wellness Directory. We uh, will be expanding it. Normally, we have people that are, you know, in the cities where the magazine is are the main people um, that advertise in this public publication. It's a pullout. Uh, in the Spirit Seekers August issue. But this year we are doing a little differently because so many people are doing remote energy uh, sessions. They're doing remote psychic readings. I'm doing remote psychic parties now in my Zoom room. Um, I can do, you know, if there's a group that uh, wants to hang out virtually, then we're all in my Zoom room. And, of course, each person does hear each other's readings, um, which, you know, so normally it's close friends and family that don't mind, you know, um, and I also do the mediumship work online. So things are changing. We all um, know things are changing. I don't need to tell us that. And Christine, my guest that's coming on in just a moment, will share a whole lot of, you know, the changes that are going on. But the main thing is this. We're all in this together. And um, so being on the email newsletter will keep you connected with us. That's the only way you're eligible for books and CDs and DVDs as well. So we, we draw from our email list. So the way to get on that email list is to either go to spiritseeker.com and there's a big thing, join our newsletter. Or if you want to just send me an email, send it to info at spiritseeker.com. That's our general mailbox. And I will um, respond and add you to the list. Okay, so that's it for announcement. Um, Other than the second part of the show, Christine and I will be doing readings. um, And when we do that... um, the way that we know that you want a reading, so if you do want a reading today, just hit one star or one pound on your phone, and then that will give us the, uh, that will show me on the switchboard that you are indeed wanting a reading today, and that will, um, that will help me do that and know that. Okay, so Christine Compass is an intuitive astrologer and life coach. We met a few years ago, and, and then we got the opportunity a little over a year ago, year ago to have a booth next to each other. And I'll tell you, we were both really busy, but when there was a downtime, we just connected deeply. And um, we both believe in new moon, full moon manifesting, you know, using astrology as a tool that um, 
I mean, and she's gifted as an astrologer. So just just a little bit about how she looks at things. She says, I view astrology as a universal energy weather forecast by understanding our own inherent energy makeup as well as the energy currently going on around us where you're able to navigate life's daily opportunities and challenges with uh, great ease and confidence. So without further ado, let me find Christine on my switchboard, and I will bring her on, and here she is. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) Oh, I am wonderful. I'm so excited to be here, and I am – I can't wait to talk about everything. (laughs) I know. We're on our third eclipse tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, I know. Yeah. So I'm just going to let you take the show because, you know, you have so much knowledge to share with us. And I'll, okay. I'll pop in every once in a while. You know how I do. But I, I, we want to hear your wisdom. Okay. Well, and I think, you know, in your intro, you really hit the nail on the head about just, just the whole theme of the energy right now, which is we're all in this together. And that is very much what this moment right now is about. It's about acknowledging that togetherness. And, um, you know, before I go into the eclipses, I want to talk about cancer season, which we just entered. And we have our lovely cancer queen on the phone. Happy belated birthday to our wonderful Cindy, our intuitive cancer mother. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I know. It was a big one this year. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, we love our cancers. Our cancers are this mothering, nurture energy. You know, cancer is ruled by the moon. It's ruled by the yen and the feminine energy. And cancer is very intuitive. And, you know, part of the strength of cancer is relying more on feelings and emotions to make those decisions. And I think, you know, that's something, I'm an Aquarius. I live in the in the yang energy too much sometimes and really since we've been in cancer i've been getting this strong i mean that's always what i need in my life is more living in my heart space but that's what we all need right now is slowing down coming into our emotions letting ourselves feel you know really having taking time for self-care taking time for just nurturing ourselves um you know, cancer also brings in, like, this energy of karma and what do we learn from our past experiences. And we can't – if we're always rushing and rushing and rushing, we don't always acknowledge that in our daily lives. And it's like our emotions hold that wisdom. And sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's hard, which is why a lot of us tend to rush past it. <laughs> but there is so much wisdom that is there within that emotional feeling that, you know, really this cancer energy is helping all of us to, you know, slow down and tap into that and bring light to our true goals and what we're really here to focus on. You know, moving into this heart space energy is what is, you know, been the focus all year, but I feel like this, it's so heightened right now being in this cancer season, having these eclipses, And really just where the world is at. I mean, we all, I think, desperately need a little love in our lives right now. And, well, that's, I was talking to someone about this yesterday about not getting hugs. And, um, you know, it was this friend of mine that I've known for, I don't even know how many years. And, you know, he said, I'm so lucky that I have um, my wife, Maria. I'm like, well, yeah. I said, imagine what it's like for single people with their cats or their dog, maybe, or no one. And I said, I'm so right. tired of bumping elbows. Like, that even feels too close <laughs> in a way. But um, but it's not to be paranoid. But but it's like, you know, touch is missing. So we have to open our hearts even more to being that. And I think, you know, I told someone the eyes, you're very vulnerable. Like, wearing a mask yeah. and making eye contact with someone is a very intimate kind of thing. It's interesting. That you, that's a really good point. It is. It's bringing out a different side of our vulnerability of like, okay, really, really moving into being vulnerable, looking into somebody's soul in a way that society, we haven't really forced ourselves to do in a, quite a while. 
I know, uh, I know, but we can see who's smiling through the eyes. We can see who's not feeling well through the eyes. You know, the eyes really are so expressive. And I think, I you know, I just, but go ahead. So go ahead. If we need to be in our yes, heart, so, love, space, in this cancer time. Yes. So that is our, that is our cancer energy. So that is, I think the, the main message right now is, is moving into that heart space. So keeping that in mind, I want to talk about some other things that are happening in the sky right now. And uh, so we had Mars, uh, which is the planet of our desire and our drive and our ambitions, moved into the sign of Aries, which Mars rules Aries. Aries is, you know, the warrior, the god of war. And so this desire, nature, ambition planet in its home sign of war and you know, just fiery action and anger for the next six months. Um, you know, Mars doesn't usually spend that long in a sign, but it's going to go retrograde um, for a period from in, from September to November. So it's going to stay extra long in Aries. So I wish I could say, um, you know, I wish I could say that that this is going to bring that the rest of 2020 is going to be easier. But with this Mars being in Aries, it's, it's telling us it's not. <laughs> um, Boy. And so, but I don't know about you, but for the last five days, Mars moved into Aries, um, I think June 28th. And for the last five days, I have had more direct clarity and just acknowledgement of my goals and what I want to do. This clarity that I've been like craving in the fog of the last three months um, has suddenly hit. So I feel like we have this very decisive thinking right now. We have very clear sort of energy coming in that's pushing us towards what we truly desire, what our heart really, really wants. And we've been, we've been seeing this. We've been forming these goals of what we really, really want for the past, you know, two years really. And now – now is a good time to really, I think we're really getting the message of like, okay, I see, and here's what it is. We have big, big changes to make, big changes, life-shifting changes. You, you might be changing industries in your job. You might be changing careers altogether. You might be changing relationships, changing partnerships, long-standing partnerships. Um, you, know, you could be moving to a new location, just huge life changes that we have been thinking about and wanting but not really sure how to get because they are too, there's such huge changes. We didn't know how would that ever be possible. And this year is showing us anything is possible. <laughs> and I think this is the point that we're all getting to when we're like, okay, I think it's going to be possible. Um, so I think for the next two months, Mars goes retrograde on September 9th. September 9th through November, 11, November 13th. So during that time period, um, things are going to get a little bit foggy on our desire and our ambition and our drive, and we may have to recalibrate a little bit. But until then, until September 9th, there is this window of taking action, taking some steps, and really figuring out um, – you know, I think we're realizing that these big changes are possible. And so now we are setting the stage for, okay, I believe that this is going to happen. I'm going to take some concrete steps to get there. So for the next two months, that would be my advice, is to really lay some of that groundwork and start taking some of those steps. But then also don't be afraid because September through November, you know, I think some, some things may happen in the world. It may force all of us to reevaluate our goals and our plans, but ultimately we're still heading in this heart direction. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, what I hear a lot right now, Christine, is, uh, and I agree, you know, I read graciously from every, so many different sources. And what I, I, I always read about, you know, because I'm in real estate and feng shui, I'm always fascinated with houses and what people are doing and thinking, you know. Um, and then with the life coaching, as you know, we, we are dealing with people in all areas of yeah. their life. And what I am hearing over and over again is now that people have worked from home and now that the companies are oh. like, we don't need you in the office anymore, 
people like like this lawyer, the son of a friend of mine, um, who's a who's a very successful lawyer, but he in New York City in Manhattan, paying Manhattan prices. We know what that's like. And he's like, no, I'm done. I can do my job anywhere. Yep. He packed his he packed everything up, like barely even told his parents, like I know his mother, and. <laughs> He's moving to Colorado. He's just moving to Colorado. And, you know, I was supposed to go on this trip in August uh, to Yellowstone. Well, no, no, no. It's just not the right time. And so I have the opportunity to go to a ranch owned by friends of mine. They have nine cabins, and they have their owner cabin, and they want me to come out and feng shui it, all the cabins and all that. So, So they're like, look at the calendar and figure out what days you want to come. So now that's turning into this adventure because I have two other really good friends that live in that area. So I'm like, you know what? I could do my job from anywhere now. And I was going to move to Florida, and now I'm not not at this time. I mean, it's just on pause. So I think that this whole thing, what they're saying is that the sheltering is having everyone look at their homes different, which is part of this cancer thing that we're in. And then, you know, the the Capricorn um, emphasis. So we're looking at our structures. We're looking at our homes. They're saying that if you were going to do, buy, you know, redesign your home or do changes, do not do open floor plans anymore. Because what's happening is now that people are in their homes, they want his and her Zoom rooms. They want, you know, where they can close the door and be on a Zoom call and have privacy. Mm-hmm. And then they also want an area where the kids could do their, their studying so they're not cooped up in their rooms all the time. And so mm-hmm. it's like instead we're creating sacred spaces. So it's all changing. It's all changing. And I don't know, but keep going because you've got good information here today. And um, that yeah. Mars, though, I, like Mars is action, right? It's, and sometimes it can be anger, yeah. but it's what, what you're talking about right now is use this energy to create what it is that you want, restructure and reorganize your life. Yeah. So it's just, that, okay. we, have this, we have this clarity for a moment. Our thinking is very focused on what we want and – we are now given this ability. Mars is desire and drive and action and ambition. And so we have this forward. And Mars in Aries is fire sign. We're all fired up and ready to go. And so it's like it's a great time for taking those action steps. Um, and, and like you said, I mean, you know that you know that with our world is rearranging itself. And everybody is realizing, I realized, Working from home, I save 15 hours a week just between my commute and my lunch hour that is, you know, kind of pointless. And so it is making it so much harder for me to, you know, my company is one of the ones that's resisting the change. And I'm like, you guys are going to lose everyone here because this is this is the future. <laughs> um, right. Are they wanting yeah, everyone so now, to come back? Yeah. They, I've been back in the office okay. for a month. We're bringing everybody else back on Monday. No, don't get me started on it. It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> have to change. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the eclipse this weekend. So we're completing this Capricorn Cancer eclipse cycle. Um, you know, the nodes have been in Cancer and Capricorn since November of 2018, and it's interesting wow. that we have this sort of bonus eclipse. This weekend, normally the eclipse cycles work in two: a, a solar and a lunar. This this time, this period since you know the past month, we've had two already had a solar and a lunar eclipse, and now we have another lunar eclipse, which is just emphasizing this heart structure energy. Um, and so, I feel like this this extra eclipse, especially, is just really solidifying this strong pull for change. And this strong pull of bringing more love into our systems. Um, and this this weekend, this this whole the full moon, the eclipse, um, you know. So we have the moon in Capricorn, joining Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. They're all back together, um, and that's that's the area where we've been demanding change, not just on a personal level, but on a systemic level, and. So with all of these back together, with this eclipse happening in, you know, our emotional heart realm, really the message that I'm getting about this eclipse is that right now, like this weekend is all about sort of taking a pause collectively, um, sort of all coming together, looking around and sort of everybody 
just being together. You know, so interesting. I, I felt like this is a perfect sort of analogy for this because Case and I went to uh, see the fireworks in Grafton last night, and we were, we were driving into Grafton right as the fireworks were starting, and the whole town is just, like, overrun with people. There's people everywhere. So we, the fireworks were starting, so we just kind of pulled off into a random parking lot, and he parked the truck literally in the in the aisle of this parking lot. So, you know, we're, you know, bark, uh, blocking cars and everything, but we all just got out and started watching the fireworks. And in that moment, every single car stopped, people got out of their car, and we were all just looking up at the sky together. And this is like, you know, for 30 oh, wow. minutes, we all watched the fireworks. And that is what exactly what this eclipse is about. We are all collectively pausing, we're being together, we're being in a moment of, you know, and I was thinking about when, as I was watching the fireworks, I mean, I love fireworks. I've been obsessed with fireworks my whole life. <laughs> and I realized last night why, because in that moment of just looking up at the sky and watching these beautiful fireworks, it's like my most inner child self. Like you can just sit there in awe and in beauty and watch these beautiful fireworks and you just feel like a kid again for a little bit. Nothing else matters while that is going on. You know, it's like, okay, every, every car stopped, every person is looking up. Like, this is all we have to focus on right now. So it, I thought it was so beautiful. And really, that's, that's where we're all at. You know, it's like, a, it's like a, a cast at the end of the show. Everybody comes together on stage and takes a bow. And, you know, that's sort of where we're at. We're all acknowledging like, okay, collectively, 2020 has been a year, <laughs> um, you know, for all of us. Um, and really, even since, since November 2018, this, this is when the nodes shifted into this Cancer Capricorn. Um, that's really when we started this collective shift and we started building towards where we're at. And, you know, we're by no means finished. Um, and 2020, I wish I could say, like, oh, it's all going to get better from here, but it's it's not. We're we're pausing on the hill, and we're going to keep going uphill. Um, but for this moment, we're we're taking this collective moment to realize we are all in this together. We have all gone through this together, um, you know. And it's everyone, um, everyone really focusing on that and looking at at what's around them and being in that heart space. And so, you know. With the full moon, full moons are always about taking action. Um, and I think the action on this full moon is really acknowledging ourselves and acknowledging those around us for what we've been through and what we've accomplished so far. And, yes, there's more to go. There's more to do. We're really, you know, we're, we're, we're really at the, at the beginning of a new phase. But since November 2018, We've been in this mental shift, and that has been, you know, all this subconscious processing, all of these healing our wounds, all of this, you know, sort of work that you don't necessarily see on a day-to-day basis, but it has pushed all of us to a shifting point where we're ready for this new phase. We're ready to take off. And so it's so important to recognize yourself for all the mental work we've gone through over the last, you know, two years, almost two years. And so it's, you know, taking this collective bow and, and really just just having love for each other for a moment. Well, and, you know, these three eclipses and this last one happening, you know, so dramatically sort of, um, it's, you know, it's changing the course of history right now. I mean, you know, oh, sure. we've never, we've never, like most of us have never been through a pandemic. I mean, we are a very multicultural country. There are people who have been in pandemics, you know, from their native countries perhaps. But, you know, I mean, most of us weren't alive back when, um, you know, when we had the turn of the century pandemic. But interesting that there's so much uh, radical change happening right now with um, social 
justice issues, with racial equality, with, you know, the, the pandemic, it, it spares no one. You know, like at first it was, you know, older people, then it was people, you know, more native or dark-skinned people. Now it's children, it's young people. It's, it's, it's just, it's a, re, it's a reality check and a wake-up call for all of us to be more compassionate and to do what you're talking about, open our hearts in a whole new way. And to some people who are so analytical, they just can't wrap their head around um, what's happening if they haven't. Like, like I find it fascinating that, that people will say, well, do you know of someone who's had COVID? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, yes, I've known people who have died. I've known people who have made it through to the other side and are still dealing with issues. I've known some people who, like, skated through it. But, you know, I had a brother like that. My brother came home with swollen glands when he had mumps, and the rest of us then got mumps, like, like, you know, people came and looked in the window at me because I had a bad case. They're like, oh, my God. You know, and then, like, the same thing with the, the measles. He had a little tiny rash. And then, you know, it was, we just thought he had a rash. Then the next thing, we all have measles. Same thing with chickenpox. He was a carrier. And he never, he must have had a very strong immune system when I look back because he just never got anything. And we all got dreadful cases, especially Cindy. So, so all of this is humbling us, I do believe, and... Um, and so how do we navigate this, Christine? What are, what are the suggestions? Like with full moon is when we release, but we also use that light of the moon to really light up our life and look at what do we want to carry forward? What do we want to let go of? It's this whole energy of creating the space to invite in new things and let go of things that we just don't want anymore. And that's the eclipse. Let the eclipse eclipse what you want to let go of. Very much. And it's, you know, right now I think it's, it's it's leaning into this cancer energy. It's leaning into taking care of ourselves, taking care of, you know, taking acknowledgement. I think right now we're all, you know, we've gotten to this place where we see where we've been lying to ourselves. We So acknowledging that we've been lying to ourselves and not necessarily the, the lying, but acknowledge the truth. We're acknowledging our own truth. And we're accepting that truth. And so, and that could be just sort of a, a mentally draining process on its own. So I think really right now in this month, being in cancer, being in this nurturing sign, you know, for the next month, we really just need to focus on nurturing ourselves and acknowledging this truth and, and making time and space. Um, you know, I, I pulled a card right before the call to kind of get the energy of the, the collective right now. And I, I love what came up. It was this vision class card. And it's like oh. the, the universe is trying to reach you with this message. So slow down, slow down for a while and let, you know, let the universe bring you this vision. But we're all so busy. And it's so interesting because I don't know if you felt this, but Case and I both yesterday – I, I felt like time was just moving so slow. And I'm a normally very rushed and very busy person. And, um, and I, I just got this message that life is slowing down right now for a purpose. We all need to tune into ourselves. We need to tune in to the universe. And we need to just pause. Pause and give ourselves time and space for, you know, our hearts to connect to the universe and to receive these universal messages that are coming to us. So I, I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important to, this is a great time to journal. This is a great time, oh, um, you know, to, to, to look at through your bookshelves and are, are there books that you want to reread? I mean, this is really the flow down. This is the pause. And, you know, for me with my house on the market, it's, it's, I know you can relate, Christine, because um, you just went through this. It's, it's just interesting. Like, okay, one hour notice, right? Okay, so tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, I have a showing. That means I have to be out of my house by, you know, 8.30-ish because these, you know, I'm an agent. I shouldn't say yeah. these agents. I know, <laughs> I know how agents work. We get there early because we, we want to make sure everything's ready for when our clients arrive. We don't put people in our cars anymore. We used to, like, drive our clients around, but nope, that's not a thing of today. I'll meet you at the address. So having to be ready at a heartbeat, you know, like yesterday I had an appointment with my, you know, my annual uh, 
don't laugh. My Medicare, I just got my Medicare this week. So my doctor, I said, wait until your Medicare kicks in and then we'll do the complete um, exam. So I had to leave my house knowing that at 2.15, I had my doctor's appointment, but at 3.15, there was a showing at my house, you know? So I had to turn on all the lights, all, there's a big to-do to do this, right? And make sure the cats, you know, or whatever. So all of a sudden, I realized yesterday, and maybe that's the slowdown that you're talking about that you experienced. I realized yesterday, like, with my house, everything in order at all times, all four bedrooms, perfect. Everything always perfect. And I got that time to just chill a little bit because there was so much energy on getting everything ready that now that it's all in order, it's like this peaceful feeling, you know? I mean, even though I've got people hammering on the deck and I have the plumber coming, you know, like right after this call, it's still, there's order in my house, even though there's all this movement. And I think that, you know, that's what this is all about. We have to realign, recalibrate. People are on top of each other in their houses with their kids, with, you know, with the whole situation. And we have to find a way to still self-nurture. And, you know, putting on a headset and listening to music or whatever is a good way or any of the apps, the Calm app. Um, any of you that are on the call that are school teachers, they'll give it to you free if you're a school teacher. Um, it's C-A-L-M, but they have a free version of it. And I encourage people, like, just go take a pause. Like, if you have 10 minutes, you can put 10-minute meditation, and it will bring up a 10-minute meditation. Or you can do the breathe, which is B-R-E-E-T-H. There's so many more. The young people know so many more. I'm, I'm learning. Um, but, the, but the card that you pull, the vision quest, for those of you who don't know what a vision quest is, you, you are outside in, in nature. Sometimes they'll, they'll, yeah. right, they'll date a hole for you. You kind of actually crawl down in a hole, and then you have, like, light branches over it so that you're, you're hidden, but you're crying for a vision. You are there through the night into the next day, and it can be a little frightening because you hear animals, you hear footsteps, et cetera, but you're basically asking spirit to give you a vision. And I think, I think that's the beautiful card that you pulled for everything that's going on with all of us. Like, like people that have said, oh, I want everything to go back to normal. No. We want to no. create a new vision for our world. You know? I mean, like, no, we're not going back to the way it was. Even doing the fireworks the way you did it, you weren't like where you normally would be, everybody all up the elbow. Instead, everybody stopped where they were. They got out. They had their space right there, and they looked up at the sky. I mean, you'll never forget that, Christine. You'll never forget oh, it no. during the pandemic. That's that that moment where you you guys stopped and everybody else just stopped. It's like oh oh oh, and that's what this is it about. Was. And it's really you know being vulnerable and making contact you know in a different way, using your eyes to express your feelings. And you don't really have to use a lot of words right now. It's just a very different time. So where are we next with this energy? <laughs> What's our, what's well, our, once we get through our so, input, you know, where are we going? So, you know, we can talk about the, um, you know, we're at the full moon. So we can talk about the new moon later this month, which is on June 20th. So it's our new moon in Cancer. Um, and this new moon is really about had. setting these. Um, well, we just had no, wait a minute. Now we're having, I think that last, last one was in Gemini still. So. Right. Um, look at the date. But, um, but you said June 20th, so we're looking at July. Oh, July, the new moon. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that was it's the, okay. That was it's all right. <laughs> um, it's all good, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so that new moon, well, let me talk about the, the new moon we just had, which was this bringing society together. It was, you know, in Cancer, it was focusing on friends. It's bringing people together. And so, um, you know, that's really where we're at is this, this coming together period so much. And so the next new moon is July 20th. So then we will be, um, you know, we'll be in Leo. And it will be much more of this focus on the self and bringing out our, our son, but also having this immense love. Leos are so full of love. And so it's like having, I think as, after we go through this month of self-care, we are going to be in this place of so much self-love, but in a way that we are, you know, when you truly lean into all of that self-love, you're just so connected to love as an energy. 
And I think more we can move forward um, all together in this love space, that's, that's, that's the future. That's how we build the future that we want to build. So, you know, really, I, I know I've said this a lot, but I feel like this month is, is so much about taking care of ourselves and really leaning into this self-love as we move towards Leo season and beyond. Um, so, yeah, I don't, what, yeah. what insights do you have about our upcoming, you know, either the, you know, you and I both work with full moon, new moon. So what's, what's your right, full moon right. and new so, moon? Well, we just had the summer solstice, like Christine was saying, on June 20th. And what a day. I mean, just we were infused with all this light. And now we're back into being bathed by the moon. So with this nurturing that we're doing and with this third eclipse, so this is what I would suggest. Um, just take time to make a list of uh, where you want to go next and what, what needs to be eliminated so that you, you know, have the space and the energy uh, to move forward. So it's a time to cut bait. It's a time to um, trim your life. It's a t- like I have seen so many people that are in uh, organizing their garages, organizing, you know, their <laughs> kitchens, organizing, you know, and, and it's really true, you know. And so what, so that's what I would encourage is to make a list, like just write down, I want to let go of, of the clutter in my basement or I want to let go of the clutter in my walk-in closet. I've been working. I, I have so many clothes I'm letting go of because, well, you know, I've changed sizes and stuff, and I'm just, I'm not keeping the different sizes. I'm only keeping what fits right here, right now, and I'm letting almost everything else go. So I really am looking forward um, to walking into my closet and seeing hardly anything in there. You know, my cousin lives this way. She, she only has things that she absolutely loves, and she doesn't have any other clothes. Like, she doesn't have, I mean, if she, you know, she could afford them. She just doesn't want to have a cluttered closet. And... Um, so look at your life and really think about what structures you want to change, where you like, if you're a gardener, what do you want to like do differently? Like, you know, if you're looking at it and you're thinking, Oh, next year I want to do this, then write it down because we're moving forward. Yeah. But first we need to clean our house before we move forward. So what Christine is talking about with this cancer energy is nurture water yourself. Like, like just like you water the flowers, water yourself. What nurtures you? Is it listening to music? Is it doing more meditation? Is it taking a walk? Is it, you know, what creatively, you know, because the words that rule cancer are I feel. The words that rule Leo's are I love. Uh, what are the words for Capricorn? I build? Structure. Yeah, structure. Right. Building these new right. structures in life. And so... Okay, that's what that's what we're, yeah. at. we're building like, this new structure that's in a new direction filled with love. <laughs> right. So one last thing before we start the readings is with eclipses, you go back 19 years. Okay, in most cases, that's what's suggested. So you go back to 2001, which was 19 years ago, and you take a peek. And is there anything that was in your life at that time that you're like, gosh, I was fearless. I just you know, or I, 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 I sold a business. Um, I sold a business that wasn't working back then, and I just was fearless with it. I was just like, you know, once the accountant said, let it burn to the ground, get back to your other business, that's all I needed to hear. And it was like, okay, I'm selling it. It's done. This was an experiment that failed. And I, and I just did it. And I thought, you know what? That's the energy that I want to bring to my life right now. I want to be able to make these decisions and know that I'm, like, building for my future and everything else. So look back there. Is there anything that you need Chiron, the healer, to heal? Is there any woundedness still that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm still talking about that. I'm now talking about the failed business as, you know what, it's an experiment. didn't work. Got to know all the synagogues in St. Louis. Got to learn all about Middle Eastern food. Got to learn a lot. I learned a lot multiculturally. I learned how to prepare foods from the Middle East, okay? And I still have that still today. And running a business. You know, but it turned into, you know, a seven-day business. It was like there was never a pause. So would I ever want that again? Absolutely not. Anyone who has ever owned a restaurant knows how much work it is. And that was, you know, really not my path. But I was helping my husband at that time have that as his path, and that was like it didn't work for him either. It was way too much work. So all of that is put to sleep now with where do I want to go next? And 
what's interesting is my vision boards. You know, I keep them. I'm getting ready to take pictures of all of them from all the years, and then I'm letting them go. Can you believe it? But, uh, but I moved oh. them. And, you know, I've been doing vision, vision boards since the 80s. Well, I don't have all of them, but I probably have the last 10 to 12 years. So, interestingly enough, there was this piece of paper on the floor, and I thought, oh, what is that? I'm like, oh, something fell off the vision board. And I thought, this, I just knew it. It's like, whatever this word is, whatever this, this is, or this image or word, is going to be profound. So be ready for it. And then I turned it over, and it was writer. And Ooh. that is what I had put in my children in creativity corner to write writer. I want to be a writer. I want to write my books. I write all the time, but I want to write the book. So I was just like, oh, that is it. So I put it in my little cat statue, this little meditation, and I put it in its lap. And I just kept it there for like two or three days. I would move it underneath when I had a showing. But that's really, you know, to write a book is like a painter. You have a blank canvas, you have a blank sheet of paper, and then you just create. So that's with Cindy Meyer. That was the message from Spirit this week. And it was like, okay, so with this eclipse on the full moon, on full moons you write what you want to let go, and you burn it. You let it go. You don't want to hold on to what you want to let go of. When you do a new moon intention, you're saying what you want to manifest into your life. The Hindus believe that the full moons are the most auspicious for manifesting. So what you're doing by saying, I'm letting go of any fear around moving forward with my life in a whole new way, that's saying to the universe, okay, let opportunities show up. I'm going to nurture myself. I'm going to nurture my space, but I'm ready. I'm on alert to go forward in a whole new way. So you're creating that space, and that's the love it. Yeah, love it, use it, or lose it, wisdom of feng shui. It's like every full moon and new moon, I feel like that's where we are. Like you have to let things go to create the space to invite in. Yeah, and we're, we're creating that space, and we're, we're waiting, and we're listening for this vision right now. And I love, you know, I focus a lot on, like, moving into this heart space and love energy, but, but it is. It's this fearlessness because love is the opposite of fear, and that has been uh-huh. so – I love that you said that because it is. We need we need this fearlessness. That's when we're in our state of love. When we are just so that self love. When you're so fearless because you love yourself and you know you can do anything. You could take on the world. You could create anything. Mm-hmm. So we're stepping into that right. self love and we're listening for these visions and we're we're under on our vision quest. Yeah. We're on our personal and global vision quest. We're visioning the world as a different place. And it's interesting that the United States is not allowed to go to Europe right now. Well, who would want us right now? I mean, we are a hot mess. And so we have to, like, hunker down and love each other and get to know each other in a whole new way. So there it is. Let's do reading. Okay, so we, if you have your one star, then I know you want a reading or one time one star either one if you haven't done that and you want a reading then go ahead and do that now um but we are going to start with area code 205-675 so when you come on the air you're going to say your first name where you're calling from we'd like to know what part of the country you're calling from today and then your one question so you don't get to ask am i moving do i have a relationship if i got a love nope you get one question and we'll read as many as we can one right after the other Okay, so we're going to area code 205-675. You are live on the air. Good morning. We are going to – oops, oops, you are there. Okay. I'm I'm coming back. I'm back. Okay, your your first thing, where are you calling from, and your question, please. Good morning, um, ladies. Cindy, I spoke to you last um, week. Uh, My name is Patricia. I'm calling from Alabama. I really have enjoyed the show. Um, my question today um, is um, I submitted to the nursing program for this fall. I actually started up last year around the same time, the fall, and um, it wasn't a good time for me, and so I withdraw and felt like I needed to get some things together, um, get myself more focused, and try and re-enter this fall. Well, I was rejected. And, you know, um, do you see me entering into the nursing program? Um, or when do you see me actually entering into the nursing program? 
um, I did have um, a situation to change where I had to um, step up and um, take custody, not take custody, but um, step up and gain custody of my two grandsons because my daughter lost custody last month. So I'm just not sure if that's probably um, um, having something a little to do with maybe the timing is not right for me um, because I'm going to be raising kids again. Um, just what do you pick up around um, I'm sorry, I didn't kind of got all off course, but <laughs> do you see me um, go, entering into the nursing program again? I, I, that's really where my heart is. You, you want me to go, Christine, or you want to go first? Um, you can go, but I'm going to add something at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So basically, Patricia, what you've got going on is you've got a reconfiguration of your home. And I pulled this up, and it says your household situation is improving either through a move or a healthy change in the occupants. So you've got these two little grand, grandchildren here now, and they need you right now. Mm-hmm. And so the universe just, you, you initially felt betrayed when you got the letter. But what's going to happen is you're not going to that nursing school. You're going to nursing school, but you're not going to that nursing school. I'm not sure why. Um, and I don't even think it's the rejection letter. I just think there's a better fit for you. And they're saying consultant expert. So I would encourage, um, I don't know, they have, they have career counselors at a lot of the, um, that are doing everything by phone. So I would call several nursing schools. And my sense is that you're going to find a better fit than the program that you were originally going to go into. It's, your life purpose is to be uh, helping people. But right now, yes. you need to help these little kids. And that's oh where this is going to be. And if, yeah, it feels like it's going to be January, and then you'll enter into a program. But between now and January, you're, you've got your hands full a little bit. Okay. Uh, wow. Anything else you want to add, Christine? I just want to add that I, I definitely feel that same thing, that there is, there's a better decision out there for you. And it, right now it's more about stepping back and sort of witnessing what's happening for your life and allowing, letting go of that control and wanting to force a situation and realizing that, okay, you got this rejection letter for, for a reason because it's not the right situation for you. But that just means that there is another situation at a different time at a better place. So stepping back and giving yourself a minute to, you know, acknowledge that there is a better move out there. And it's, you know, it's not like the world is saying, no, you can't have this. But it's just saying we're gonna we're gonna bring it in a better package for you at a better time. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, ladies. Nurture those little grandchildren and nurture you and pray for your daughter. We'll all we'll all send everybody love here. Okay. Thank you, thank you, ladies. God bless. All right. Thanks for listening. All right, and I'm gonna remind everyone: the minute this show is over. You can listen to it again. Like, just give them a few minutes. They process it, blog talk processes it, and then you can listen to it any hour of the day or night. So if there's something that Christine or I said that you're like, what about that? Um, you can just go listen to it again. Okay, we are going to go to area code 314-267. You are live on the air. Area code 314-267. Hello? Hmm. Okay, we're going to go to... Code 850-764, 850-764, you're live on the air. Hi. Hello. Hello. My name did you, is Did you want a reading today? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Did you say, did you say Felicia? Keisha. Yes, Keisha. Oh, Keisha, okay. Okay, and where mm-hmm. are you calling from today, Keisha? Texas. Okay, all right. And how can we help? What's your question today? Okay, I have two choices. I don't really want to um, say too much, but can you choose A or B for me and kind of pick up the energy behind it? (laughs) So so you want to know if you should do option A or option B, but you don't want to give any other information. Is that right? Yeah, just... Yes, okay. right. Let me see how Christine do option B. I'm gonna do option A for Keisha. Um, for <laughs> really option A, what I get 
Okay, so what I'm getting for your option A is focus on service. How can I help today? How can I be of service today? Your whole deal right now is in for most of us in, in on planet Earth right now. 2020 is a four-year. It is unity. How can I best serve? So you've got this whole deal saying create a sacred space in your home or go find a space out in nature where you can be present and listen. The spiritual path of focusing on service and being a little wild, what this option A is going to give you some freedom and feeling lighter, whatever this is you're asking about. But that's really what the energy is, is waking up and saying, woo, it's a new day. Baba Yaga is all about like adventure and wild woman and just having some fun. But in the middle of it, you're a spiritual girl focusing on service. Okay. So, uh, so this is so, kind of almost two questions. So, Christine, let's have you cruise through option B, and then we'll go uh, read for a couple more people. Okay. So what I'm getting for option B is this, this is a darker, energy, a darker energy, a darker power. It sort of represents more of a destructive um, side, and it's more of this self-centered behavior. So if you are going with option B, I would say it shouldn't provide you more of a lesson on how, how you are, how you're thinking about life in a self-centered kind of way where you're blaming people and you're pushing all the responsibility on that. And the option B yeah. is ultimately going to show you how you course correct, how you make peace with yourself. So it's not necessarily a bad option. Um, it'll give you that lesson. It'll give you that gift. Um, mm-hmm. But it would it'll it'll force you into this sort of radical self acceptance of who you really are and what you really want. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting. All right, that makes sense. No, okay. Sense. Okay. Thank All you right. So much. Well, thank you right. for calling. Have a blessed day. Okay. Oh no you problem. Too. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. All right. So another um, quick announcement. If you know of someone that would be a good fit for the Purple Pages Wellness Directory, um, it's a mind-body-spirit directory. It'll be published in the magazine, but it's also going to be on the new Spirit Seeker site. So if you know of someone who has a wonderful gift that would be um, a fit for the Purple Pages, uh, which is our, it's going to be nationwide wellness directory for the mind, body, and spirit. So please send, send the information or have, have them contact us at info at Okay, so we are now going to go to, where are we going to go? We are going to go to um, area code 951-207. You are live on the air. Hi, uh, it's Nathaniel from California. Oh, good morning, Nathaniel from California. How are you today? Okay. And what's your question? I'm uh, just uh, not certain here. I'm uh, thinking about moving here. Do you see me moving in the next couple of weeks? It looks as if um, it would be a good good thing. They're saying to play more. Like whatever, wherever you're living now, it doesn't seem as much fun. They're saying ask your spirit helpers to guide you to your next perfect place to live. You're going to be much more fulfilled. You're going to have I two choices. It feels like you might I even. Already, yeah. 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 Already yeah. Uh, right. It feels like you already have. Yeah. And it's a good move. They're saying is you're going to be very fulfilled. You're going to have more time to connect with spirit. It just feels it's more peaceful where you're going. So I, Nathaniel, I see green light move. Yes. I'm living with my brother now. It seems to be very hectic and uh, abusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. I can I can see it. So leave on good terms as much as you can. Just and and don't make it. I mean, at some point you might have a honest, you know, conversation a little deeper. Your brother knows he's got issues. It's just he doesn't he doesn't know how to handle them, and you're tired of it. So. Nathaniel, Ganesha, I have Ganesha cards, and he removes obstacles. He's removing obstacles for you in the area of fulfillment. Like, you're just, you're a very kind person, and you don't understand the harshness of your brother. So when you leave, just 
be grateful for the experience, and then get back to your life and having fun and playing again because your your energy is much uh, lighter. Oh, I've got Christine muted. Okay, let me pull I'm her on. So sorry. Okay. I'm going to be really right. close to him. Do you think I should let him know where I live because he might be coming over without calling and stirring up trouble? Nope. 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 You're taking a sabbatical from your brother for a little while. I would not I give him the forwarding address. I can yeah, Christine, go ahead. I'm sorry. Out. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, it's okay. all about being with your inner child and playing. So, you know, if he is not bringing that energy, then you need to leave him behind because you're moving into this playing fun space. <laughs> because right. and love, somebody called love. yesterday, someone called yesterday with a new apartment. I was going to rent an apartment before at another place I told them about, and then they called yesterday with a place that I wanted that had an elevator to the third floor so I won't have any stairs to walk up and move stuff up. So uh, someone just died in, uh, at the apartment, and they said that it was going to be available, and I've been on the waiting list for like a year and a half. So uh, they said, well, yeah, we'd like to. It's all happening right now for a reason. It's all connecting. So take these opportunities and life is giving you this so that you can move. You can feel like you feel the universe giving you these things. And that, that makes us feel more like I'm protected. I'm taken care of like a child. It brings out that joy. So lean into it. Okay. Nathaniel, you are on the road, but I'm I'm, going to give you one thing to do. Okay. Um, Get a bowl of water with, Salt. You can just use iodized salt. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. And then you dip your fingers into that water and you go around every edge of every room, every edge of every doorway, every edge of every window. What you're doing is you're clearing the salt. The salt water is like holy water in a different way. It will clear the old energy out and it will invite in fresh new energy. If you have some sweet grass, you can um, burn sweet grass or uh, you know, some people burn sage. sage. I don't really burn sage. You, you can burn sage to clear. I personally prefer the salt water better than the sage, but oh. it's up to a person. But basically what you're doing is you're clearing out the old, and this is for anyone on this phone, if you want to change the energy of your space. you Doorways and windows is where energy gets stuck. Corners of rooms, energy gets stuck. Um, so you can use the salt water, and in the corners you can clap your hands. You just clap your hands, and that moves any old energy that's in there, and it's uh, it just then you're claiming it for yourself. So sounds okay. like you're the pr- right. so you've little... taken the pranic healers. Have you taken the pranic healing? Because the pranic healers use uh, salt. Water. I have. Yeah, I, so I, I have studied many different Aboriginal, yeah, many different shamanic practices, and I've studied yeah. um, you know pranic. Yeah, I'm not certified in it, but I um. Mo- um I've studied so much, Nathaniel. It'll take all day. But, um, but we're yeah. going to try and do one more reading. So well. ha- happy move to you. Happy move. Okay. Thank you. Right. Thank you this both. is like happy perfect morning. during the Cancer Capricorn. Absolutely perfect yeah. during Cap- uh, Cancer Capricorn. Okay. All right. So we are going to do one more reading here. We'll do two if we can, but uh, we're going to go to 218-310. You are live on the air, 218-310. Your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Oh, they're not there. Okay. This is interesting. Um, sometimes people will go on mute and they forget. Um, all yeah. right. So we have 60 seconds here. Um, we already did that one. Okay. I think we've read almost everyone who has their hand up except for, I don't think we did this one. Um, no, we're going to go to New York. We're going to go to Okay, New York, 917-538, you are live on the air. What is going on? Okay, there's no one there. So, Christine, all right, let's pull a last card for before our eclipse. I'm going to pull a card for everybody, and you pull a card for everybody. All right. I have uh, Rhythm, Morgan Le Fay, and Morgan Le Fay talks about being aware. We start off as a young woman, then we become a maiden, and then we become a crone. Like we, we go through this young woman, then we're, um, you know, this beautiful goddess, and then we're a croning goddess. We're beautiful in all different phases of our life. So to me, this is saying enjoy the rhythm of life. Use this eclipse to, to make your life even better. Okay, Christine, what'd you get? So I got the, the holy mountain 
which the holy mountain is about being on top of this holy mountain where we connect with the gods and we connect with, you know, our highest spirit. And so we're really, you know, again, it's, it's going back to that vision quest. We're being told to go on this pilgrimage to the holy mountain and gain this vision and gain this perspective and to do, and to not let fear hold us back. You know, we're leaping over challenges. We're getting to the top of the mountain where there's no, no obstructions. There's no um, fear. We're just a beautiful view of the world around us where we can, you know, download these messages and download this vision. So go on your vision quest. Go through the, to the holy mountain and look up and look around and, and take just a pause to download these messages of what, what our heart wants. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. And um, thank you. The show is, you can forward it. You can replay it. Next week, um, I have Cindy Dale, who has written over 27 books on energy medicine. And she will be talking about the um, energy healing for crippling fear. So it's kind of timely with what we've been talking about, letting go of fear, going into full faith. Um, and then I'm off the air July 17th. You can enjoy one of the archive shows. And then July 24th, I'm interviewing Diane Garris, who is the music reviewer for Spirit Seeker, but she also is uh, an expert on twin flame energy. So she's going to be talking about uh, twin flames and soul, uh, soul level connections, like soulmate. And what's the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame? And then on July 31st, oh, I've interviewed this lady before. Her name is Normandy Ellis. She uh, has written a new book on hieroglyphic words of power. She's, um, she's an expert on Egypt and all things Egypt. And um, one day I want to go to Egypt with her. You know, I would just love to take a group with her because I love her energy. And this is her new book. There's an excerpt uh, from uh, Cindy Dale and Diane Garris and uh, Normandy Ellis in the July issue. So enjoy those articles come back for the interviews and Christine will be back again with us the first Friday um, in August. So thank you all. Have a beautiful holiday. Enjoy the eclipse and Christine from my heart to your heart. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye everyone. Okay.